Danny Blanco. We are here for another edition of It's in the Game podcast here on the Ball is Life podcast network, which you can find on ballislife.com. You can follow Danny Blanco on Twitter and Instagram, and I am Denny Blanco. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z. As I mentioned, ballslife.com for the audio. If you're a fan of video podcasts, go to youtube.com slash cruise control podcast. Let's get it. Danny Blanco, my man, how you doing? Like we always do it this time. I go for my, I got to shine. <laughs> new week, yes, new sir. NBA, new NBA topics. I'm excited. Shout out to the family. Listen, guys, we're building something fresh here. Um, we will be on a major network soon. This is early. This is the early stages. And we're going to be looking at these old videos laughing like, look how far we've come. Look at the studio. Look at the, the tea we have. Look at the, the Starbucks we can order off the, off, the, off the snap of the fingers, you know? So this is early stages, but we're going to be there soon. So thank you for everybody that's been watching us. Thank you for everybody that's been subscribing on uh, Cruise Control Podcast. Thank you for everyone that's subscribed to us on Twitter, Instagram, etc. We appreciate you. That's right. Likewise, again, ballslife.com for the audio, youtube.com slash cruise control podcast for the video. So, Denny Blanco, we have a new triple double king in the NBA. His Talk name to is me. Russell Westbrook, uh, 182. 182 triple doubles, uh, a record that most players now and back then thought would never be broken. Uh, we've seen videos of Magic and Gary Payton and Jason Kidd saying that that record is untouchable. There's no player that can come into the league and take that record down, which stood for 47 years. But apparently a guy named Russell Westbrook uh, has come into the league, uh, taken it by storm, and is now the new leader of triple doubles in NBA history. So Denny Blanco, I know many would say Westbrook, does not have a ring and he's all about the stats and um, debatable for top 10 point guards of all time. I think he's in that conversation to be there because of what he's been able to do. So one, what do you make of him breaking the record Two, where does Russell Westbrook stand among all time point guards in NBA history? According to you, sir. That's right, because it only it, it's only it's only counts when it's according to me. The NBA, the NBA uh, whisperer, Denny. Listen, you first and foremost, the triple double record I thought was unbreakable because it takes a lot to get a triple double, especially from the guard position. So mm. points usually it's points, rebounds, assists, or right. you could do points, rebounds, blocks, but usually it's points rebounds and assists and mm -hmm. Oscar Robinson the great O the big O Oscar Robinson do your Googles ladies and gentlemen boys and girls this guy was phenomenal and I thought his record would never be broken until Russell the last four or five years just started to explode and some of these um, these stats are ridiculous so when you're talking about 20 points and 20 rebounds from right. the from the point guard position, I want people to understand something as I continue to give uh, Russell Westbrook his flowers. Russell Westbrook is the greatest 
rebounder from the point guard position we've ever seen. The greatest rebounder from the point guard position we've ever seen. That's mm -hmm. number one. Number two, you have to understand this is not a guy who needs to be on a great team to get assists and to rebound. You can surround him with your bare minimum players, and he will get 10 rebounds, score 10 points, and give you 10 assists. That is phenomenal. So to answer the third question, which was top 10 point guard, dead or alive, I am sorry, Russell. I owe you an apology. See, guys, Denny Blanco, I have no problem apologizing when I'm wrong. When there's new data, I will apologize. I have no problem doing that. I didn't have Russell in my top 10. Before, right? Before. Correct. I did not have Russell in my top 10. After further review, I mm -hmm. am so sorry. Russell, you are in the top 10. Right next to the big O. I have bumped Tiny out, Tiny Archibald out of my top 10. Mm -hmm. Now, Russell, you are in the top 10 before CP3. Hallelujah. See, Hallelujah. I, you, you had me. You had me going before you mentioned that Chris Paul comment. All right. So, like, somehow, some way, you would just have a thing for Chris Paul. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Now I have a thing for Chris Paul. So now Paul. Russell Westbrook gets in before Chris Paul, which is like uh, a different topic for a different day. But I do agree that when it comes to the best rebounding guard in history, Russell Westbrook is at the very top. For me, like Jason Kidd was like an all-time point guard who can rebound. He was getting 7-8 a game. And it's not like it's not like Russell was getting triple doubles like – 10 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, and some real generic triple-doubles. He's getting 32, 20, and 17. Like, bro, like, you're just going all out, all 48 minutes. And we see Magic do it. It's just 17, 10, and 10. We've seen J.K. do it 19, 12, and 11. Like, Steve Nash has, has done it multiple point guards with triple-doubles. But this guy is like, yo, I'm getting 30. I'm getting 20. And I'm getting 15. The month of, uh, of May, he's like 30, 20, and like 17. Like, who does that? And at the point guard position, you know, there's ain't no forward. There's ain't no big man doing it. And he's doing it. And for the fourth time out of five years, if I'm not wrong, he's averaging a triple-double. He's not just, just getting triple-doubles. He's averaging a triple-double. Like, shout, shout out to all the big men that are over six – Six foot eight, mm. the last four or five years. Shout out to all the big men in the NBA who are over six foot eight who could not average more than five rebounds a game. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're six foot eight, and you're trying to tell me Russell Westbrook, who's six foot four, averages more rebounds than you? That's just effort. That's just, I want it more. That's mm -hmm. what it is. And Russell, I, I compare him and other players in the league. I, I, I say Russell, unfortunately, there are times where I bang my head against the wall because of, because of his decision making. That is mm -hmm. fair and that is true. Right. However, he has Kobe mentality all through his DNA. It doesn't matter if he's playing against a friend, uh, Kevin Durant. It doesn't matter if he's playing against a friend, James Harden. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. 
he wants to rip your throat out <laughs> every game. And I love it. I love right. It. And you do know there is a Hall of Famer who has Russell Westbrook as their favorite player, right? You know who the Hall of Famer is? Uh, no, please tell me. Okay. A current Hall of Famer, a more recent Hall of Famer, has Russell Westbrook as their number one player in the league right now, or as their favorite. Magic? I don't know who. Allen Iverson. Hey. That's, that's and, cute. And you see the correlation. AI was, regardless of, regardless of injuries, was going to play every single game. Hurt. Not hurt. Go all 48. Take every shot. Two hours. Two hours of sleep from the casino. <laughs> and do do what he can do to make his team win a game, go to the playoffs, go to the finals. So you kind of see the the the, 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 the similarities between AI and, 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 uh, and Russell. But Absolutely. to do what I'm thinking, like, what is harder to do to get 182 of these or to average a triple-double in a season? And this guy has done it four times. It's 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 phenomenal. It's not talked about because you know it's not championships, and he's on the Washington Wizards, who are actually playing better mm-hmm. over a period of time. I yeah. think it, I think quite frankly, Russell coming there was a matter of um, continuity and chemistry, and I think right now they got it. I think they're developing it, and it seems as if um, mm-hmm. you know they're a couple of pieces away from being playoff average. You know going to the playoffs as opposed to not being in the playoffs. So it's it's interesting. Again, once again, we're talking about a phenomenal basketball player in Russell Westbrook who's averaging uh close to a triple double and and the the you know 20 rebounds, 20 assists. These numbers are just you know Steve Nash esque, if you will. And Steve Nash during those times uh during his heyday won the MVP. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, you know, Russell won't win the MVP this year. But he's definitely the most valuable player for Washington Wizards, without a doubt. Even, I mean, you could say Bradley Beal. I know someone's yeah. going to yell at me. Someone's going to yell at me about Bradley Beal. So let's just say both of them are very valuable for Washington. So real quick, for, for those of you who are watching live on Twitter, on YouTube, uh, we definitely appreciate you. Yes. Any questions or comments, hit us up in the chat. Um, right now, Westbrook is averaging 22, 12, and 12. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> come get this work, <laughs> Come get this work. You want you want three so, points? Right now he's at right now he's at one eighty two. Um, again, we don't know how long he'll play in the league. For um, if I say Danny Blanco, can Russell when 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 Russell retires, will he finish? Around, let's say, 250 triple doubles. Less than that, more than that. That's the he's bar. At, he's at, wait, he's at 181? He's at 182 now. He's at 182, and you said 250. Why 250? That's just a number. I say he has, I say he has, I don't even know how old he is. I'm just looking at tape, just looking at how he's playing. Mm-hmm. He's 30, he has, 30, 32. 32? Yeah. I'm going to give him five more years, 37. I gave him five more years playing at this level. And yes, so 250 is not out of the, out of the, 
you know, it's not out of the, the wheelhouse. Yes, 250 mm-hmm. is definitely doable. You, you have to understand this guy does not take games off. He doesn't like to lose. Every possession, he's attacking you. So I don't see that slowing down. It's just a mental thing. It's not, it's not a physical thing. His body's going to slow down. Right. His body's going to slow down. But his mental is always going to be, and that's another thing too. As you get older, what Kobe Bryant was saying, you have to find different ways of affecting the game at your pace. At your pace, not the pace that your 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 mind is saying, because your body probably won't be able to keep up with what your what your what your mind to do at a certain age. But it's the pace you have to pace yourself, and I think Russell will will uh, will learn how to do that. And he has more five more years, but he'll he'll kill two fifty. Yes, two fifty triple doubles. Why? Right. Mm-hmm. So that means he has to get fifty seventeen. He has to get. No, 18, 68 more triple doubles. Light. That's a light. I mean, light. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to shortchange him and be like, no, I think, I think he could do three hundred. I think three hundred is, is is a bigger number or two seventy five. But if you get ended with two hundred and fifty triple doubles in NBA history, then we could probably talk about a record that that'll never be broken. I can't see anybody else. I could be wrong in 10, 15 years, but I can't see nobody else that's going to get 182, let alone 250, if Russell gets there. Well, I tell this to people all the time that say that. They're usually right. Mm-hmm. But those people that say that, like something you know, will never be broken or never be touched, you know, when people I hear people say that, there's always one. There's always one. Watch Wreck-It Ralph. If you watch Wreck-It Ralph, you'll understand what I'm saying. There's always a glitch. There's always a glitch. There's always somebody. There's always going to be somebody. You're like, this person reminds me of this person. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be, again. So, yes, we didn't think we'd we'd ever see an Oscar Robinson. Then we saw Magic. We didn't think we'd ever see Magic uh, Magic again. Then we saw Penny. We didn't think we'd see Penny again. And then we saw Ben Simmons. You know, you, you have variations. Then see, think you see Jordan. You got you got Kobe. You didn't think, you know, what I'm saying There's, there hasn't been a second coming of Shaq yet, but I imagine that's coming soon. Um, so they're always going to be glitches and, and guys that are going to do it again. So I'm not going to say this won't be broken. I'm going to say it's going to be a while, <laughs> a long while. It's going to be it's going to be a while. minute. It's going to be a minute, baby. It's going to be. I mean, even in baseball, for example, they thought you know Roger Maris is. Roger Maris' record, yeah, it wasn't going to be broken ever, and mm-hmm. it, 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 McGuire hit seventy-two. Let's not let's not talk about how he did it, but let's just say <laughs> let's just say he did it. Okay, okay. Uh, for those of you in the chat, if you think Russell will get two hundred and fifty career triple doubles, a little less, a little more, let us know. Uh, we are on the road to the playoffs, Eddie Blanco. Your favorite time of the year, mine as well. But right now, at the current moment, could be getting a little spicy. Could be getting a, another LeBron. Steph Curry matchup. <laughs> yeah. Um, it could be Lakers and Warriors in the playing game. And, and a week ago, it was maybe Clippers and Lakers and then Lakers in, uh, in Utah, whatever it was. Oh, right now, man. the LA Lakers, the defending champion, are at the number seven spot, which makes them in the playing game. Right behind them are the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> and I know. Fans would say this, if LeBron's healthy, if AD is healthy, the Warriors cannot beat them. Maybe 
no team could beat the Lakers at full strength. I know shooters out too. I'm just saying they're looking at this all wrong. Folks are looking at this all wrong before you paint the before you paint the picture. The Lakers should beat the the Golden State Warriors with just LeBron and AD and whoever else is healthy. Even if LeBron and AD aren't a hundred percent, they should still beat the Golden State Warriors right now. Continue. And even so, let, let, let's say LeBron. But you know what? I think he's coming back soon. I was yeah, gonna yeah. say let's say yeah. let's say he's not at hundred percent. And won't AD, be. I don't AD, has, AD has to carry that load in that in that playing game. Can can they get over the Warriors at least for that game to to solidify a playoff spot? Even though LeBron might be 75 percent. Yeah, here's the thing. Yes, I think they there's a possibility that the Lakers, you know, would get by Golden State Warriors. I think it's going to go six, and it should it should be a sweep. If we're really thinking about it, it should be a sweep. Now. I know no, it's one game, saying, though. It's one oh, game. Oh, it's the play-in, the play-in, the play-in. Play yeah. I, I am going for one game. Uh-oh. You think Steph the Curry takes him down? You think Curry gets that one game? The, no, expect, the expectation is Steph can't get you one. And I'm going to say, yes, he can. Because the expectation back in the day when Philly met up with the L.A. in the, in the, in the uh, NBA Finals was – Philadelphia 76 was going to get swept. Ivo gave him one. Yeah. Steve Kerr is going to sit back and come up with a game plan. I, I, am very, I would be very nervous on the Lakers because, again, you're talking about LeBron not being healthy, and I don't even think AD's fully healthy. To be honest, he hasn't, he hasn't played healthy in the last couple of games. And maybe that's because of um, uh, being out for a period of time. But mm -hmm. the fact remains, who is the leading scorer of the NBA? Uh, that'll be uh, Stephen Wardell Curry. <laughs> Wardell? Oh, Wardell Ward Stephen Curry. They said Wardell last night. No, was it the day before? What, they, they played, uh, I don't even know who they played. No, they, they played, played last night against Utah. They beat them. Okay, so let me just... I knew I should have stayed for that damn game. Let me just tell you something. They said that this Jive Turkey, Wardell, mm -hmm. this Jive Turkey, scored 49 points in 23 minutes? Yeah. Say that again. Let me say that again. He scored 49 points in 23 minutes. Yeah. And you think the Lakers got something for that? Listen, man. I, in the name yeah. of the Father, the Son. <laughs> there are many, there are many Laker fans on my timeline. Talk to me. Uh, same as the Knicks fans. I'm just saying again, we're just all in fun. Like, you mean to tell me, like the road for the Lakers to to repeat is very interesting. Now, I don't mind seeing that as, as a fan. It's interesting television. You Talk you you me. win your playing game. You get a spot. And then you go on from there. Now, if you happen to lose that playing game, you gotta beat you gotta beat the winner of the other um, um, nine ten matchup. So let now me, again, let me... if they're all healthy, the Lakers should win that game. But I'm not trying to count out Stephen Curry in a one game. You give me a one game. I got oh, LeBron yeah. AD here, and I got Steph and these guys here. It'll it'll probably be in LA. You think Steph all, can get you one? All Golden State needs is one to be in the playoffs. If they if they one beat game. the Lakers, they're number seven. 
if they lose, they got to win the second the game, game to be in right. Okay. So let me tell you something. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I, th- I think Correct I got it wrong. I got Correct it wrong. me. It's all right. It's all right. Correct if me. It's, if LA is seven, uh, Warriors eighth, if the Lakers lose, they have one more chance. If the Warriors lose, I think they're out. That Okay. Steve Kerr's system boils down. <laughs> I mean, Pre-game. I'm going to double check. Uh, you know. Yeah, double check while you do that. But I, I just imagine in my head, Steve Kerr sits these boys down the pregame. Says, hey, guys, it's a playoff game today. You lose, you go home. You play against the, uh, the Lakers. All you need is one. And I'm going to give you one. We know the game plan. We know what we have to do. We know who needs to get the ball. The guy named Wardell, get him the goddamn ball, move the F out the way. And let's hope we can play some defense. All right, I got it. I got it. Uh, real quick, uh, D Money said 250 easy for Slide Russell work. Westbrook. Slide work. Slide work. Um, if you're still watching, can Russell Westbrook get 250 or more triple doubles by the time he retires? Um, so right now, I'm looking at this. Right now, LA7 Warriors 8th. If the Lakers win, they get Phoenix in, in, in the first round. Um, if the Warriors... <laughs> I love it. I love it. If the Warriors lose, they got to play the winner of the 9-10 matchup for the eighth spot, oh, which so right they, now is Memphis and San Antonio. There's room forever. But the way, right. the, way, the, way Steve, the way Steve works, he don't like to. He don't like that. He just, he's like, yo, if, it's in your, if the destiny's in your hands, take it. And as of right now, to be to be fair, in the Eastern Conference, which could change, could Jalen Brown's out for the year? That's with be, what? Uh, torn ligament in um in his wrist. He's he's done. That's wow. why things are getting shaky in Boston because right now, wow. that's why they got blown out the other day. And as I saw last night, right now they're number seven. Matter of fact, they may. I'm being shit. lazy right now. <laughs> they may no listen. They may. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, no Jalen Brown on Boston. Oh yeah, the Knicks ready to see them. <laughs> okay, so right now Boston, Boston is number seven, Charlotte eight, Indiana nine, Washington ten. Mm. So right now, Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, New York, Atlanta, Miami are top six. So if it were to start today, uh, only two matches that we know are Milwaukee against Miami. Which is a rematch from last year, semis. I like and, that. And New York like and that. New York, um, Atlanta. New York and has a very, very, very good chance to win the first round. For the Western Conference, Clippers will take on Portland. Ooh. <laughs> and Denver Denver will take on the Mavericks. Please, please let the Clippers of Portland again. Please. Please. Oh, that'll be please. nasty. That'll please, be nasty. Please, please. I I, I want to see. I want to see Dave send Paul George home again. Oh, could you imagine that? <laughs> yeah, <I want. laughs> nah, come on, man. Dan, if Dan does that, no. People. <laughs> you know he's going to want to. You know he's going to want to. And if he sends him home in two different uniforms, ooh. Well, right now, Portland is a game and a half over LA. <clears throat> and the Clippers are a game ooh. over Denver. But yeah, like you just mentioned, Paul George and Dame Lillard again in the first round. Could you imagine that? Oh man, Black Jesus! Tough. Black Jesus is just listening to my, just listening to my, 
my 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 prayers and I said, look, I, I want the playoffs to be the biggest soap opera we have. I need it to be big. I need it to be huge. And when I tell you <laughs> the potential of these matchups, <laughs> I have me so excited. I am over the moon. I can't wait. I cannot wait. So for those of you watching, if the Lakers play the Warriors in the playing game, who do you got winning? Uh, I, I think, you know, Stephen Curry's a bad guy, man. He's a bad man. And I know Stephen A says about Aaron Rodgers, but Stephen, uh, Stephen Curry in the playoff game on the road, give me one game to beat the Lakers to solidify my spot, to do that against LeBron and AD, defending champions in, in Staples. I mean, Draymond got to play well. Oubre, the whole the whole roster got to play well. It can't be because we can't. It can't be Curry getting fifty and nobody else doing work. So I know LA would do everything they can to make to, to hold down Steph and have other guys get involved. So again, it's for the Lakers. It's, it's all about being healthy enough because we see them. They they beat Phoenix last week, but they lost to Portland. It, it just it just up and down. Like I just don't know. Again, without LeBron. I think LeBron is supposed to come back this week. Um, they got the Knicks tonight, and I think they got um, somebody tomorrow. So even he, um, I think Houston tomorrow. So we're winding it down. I'm just saying, for one game, all the money in the line. You mean to tell me Steph Curry can get you one game on the road, just solidify a spot, and make the Lakers work for that eighth spot? And the Lakers get seventh. They get Phoenix. If they get number eight, they get Utah. So it's like, who do you want to see in round one, Phoenix or Utah? If you're if you're the Lakers, if it- <laughs> <laughs> listen, let me sidebar for a second, and I'm good because I'll I have my brain think about that in the background. You know, not for nothing, but Wardell pushes off a lot. Sidebar. Wardell pushes off a lot, bro, bro. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? It's a people do. I'm just I'm saying, saying he does it. He does it more than often. Go to the tape. Watch some tape. The last I put something on my Instagram the other day. Who was guarding him? Oh, they was playing Milwaukee. He has in his left hand in, in the corner. You know there's no space in the corner, right? He mm-hmm. catches it. He has it in his left hand. Eric Bledsoe runs up on him, runs up on him. You know how heavy and strong right. Eric Bledsoe is. He mm-hmm. runs up on him with his right hand. <laughs> He stiffs arms. Right. <laughs> Eric runs into his head. He falls down. As he this is as he's dribbling with his left. This is Wardell. As he's dribbling mm-hmm. with his left, he keeps his hand on Eric's chest as he's on the floor. Right. And then pulls up. <laughs> when, I, I, I bet you it went in. I bet you it went in, right? Of course he did. Of course. <laughs> of course, of course he did. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Lakers, who would they prefer to play? Phoenix. They don't want to see Utah. You know, I don't want to see Utah because Utah is long. Utah got Gobert. Utah's athletic. Utah got Gobert in the back. So they don't want to see them. They'd much rather see Phoenix because now you're just dealing with technically Booker and CP3. That's what you're really really dealing with. I don't believe in Aiden. He's never been in the playoffs, so there's nothing for me to believe. And Booker, too. I love Booker, but he's never been there either. Hey, he's never been there. Booker's never been there, but the seven, game in, seven games in the bubble. 
The seven games in a bubble showed me what it is when the lights is on and what we need from Booker. What's he going to give you? Unlike other players that shall remain nameless. When the lights come on, Booker be there. He's 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 uh, he's, he's he's shown. He has shown. As your two main guys, you believe in a playoff format. You believe more in Gobert and and Spider Mitchell over Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I'm more scared of them. You're scared. You're more. You're more scared of Utah. I'm more scared. Shout out to Joe Ingles, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they, they, they got they got possibly the the sixth man of the year too, and in, in Clarkson too. So they they, they got a, they got a roster. You know what? Not for nothing. Jordan Clarkson will win sixth man of the year. He will. The only competition he has is Derrick Rose, but I think Clarkson's been doing it more. There you go. Pick up what pick up what I dropped. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, Jordan's gonna Jordan's gonna get it, but Derrick Rose, honorable mention for sixth man of the year. Man. Man. He'll should be should be number two in voting. But yeah, Jordan, yeah. They got the sixth man of the year. They got the former defensive player of the year. They got Utah. They got uh th- then they got uh, Spider Mitchell. Hey, man. Hey. Is that what you want to see in the first round Lakers? Or would you rather see the Phoenix Suns? Come well, on. Spider got you know, he gotta come back healthy too. He he's been out. He's like, hurt. Yes, he 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 ain't been playing for like eight games now. He's out. I'm just saying they they're probably saving him until the playoffs, which is nice. But when he, <laughs> yo, you the one James, Shout out for James Harden for getting hurt at the right time. <laughs> Listen, man, I know Utah has been the five seed, the four seed, the six the one, seed, and the one now, seed. now you're the one seed. You're looking like 97, 98 Utah. Stocked them alone. Like, all right. If you got to take out Lakers in round one, you better do so because you might be that new one seed that might get bumped out by an eighth seed. Oh, you best. And you don't want that. Uh, it's happened before. Of course. It, 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 it happened, it's happened before. It could happen again, especially the way, again, I keep telling you going, to, going into the playoffs, matchups mean things. Mm-hmm. You get to the wrong matchup when you see somebody you really can't match up well with, you're in trouble. So... If the, the Lakers, don't get me wrong, the Lakers don't want to see Utah. They'd rather see Phoenix. But if they have to see Utah, it's going to be a long seven-game series. And the thought process is you want to get through a series healthy. <laughs> you want to win quick and then get rest and then be healthy. That's the goal. So if you're literally taking seven games to beat a team and then you're getting beat up, the next, the next, next, the next round, it's gonna be ten times worse, especially against, especially against a team that you're supposed to beat in four, four games. Right. Utah, if Utah takes seven games to beat the Lakers, come on, bro, come on. If 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 LeBron plays healthy, I got the Lakers, which is, you know, I think everybody's gonna have that. Um, for me, as a fan, I wouldn't want Phoenix to lose in round one because they, you know, again. That haven't been there in eleven years. I want to see more of De- more of Devin Booker in the playoffs. Take that much, out. It's pretty much a brand new team in the playoffs. Um, Take I mean, that out. to see Utah as a one seed, I want to go. I want to see them go. I want. I want different shit in the playoffs. I don't want the same old <laughs> Lakers and Clippers and it's this. You want different. Out. You want different stuff. But these teams, none of these teams is. You want different stuff. Guess what? You have the Knicks in the playoffs this year. Voila. That's right. That's right. There you, there you go. But it took time. It takes time. So a long time. You know, long yeah, time. You, you listen. It's, it's, it's a, it, it's a, 
to shuffle, um, to shuffle, to shuffle. I don't want to spend too much on this. I know this would be more like a retro kind of thing, but I do with, the point you mentioned about, you know, first round series, you want them to, you want the, the uh, team to win right away and have a whole bunch of time to kind of rest and everything. Right. But to go to a seven game series in round one is like, I've never been too much of a fan of that. I know why they do it. They've been doing it for over 15 years now. I'm more of the fan of, of, a, of, a, of a five game series. Cause you can go in there, win, winning four, three, one, bing, bang, boom, you're done. You wait to the to the following series. Um, like I said, I've, I've always been a fan of five game series for the first round. Obviously, I don't think they would ever go back to that. But have you been a fan of seven game first round series, or are you more like you know what? I like a five game series to be at least for a first round done and quick five and we go on to round two are you a five game series fan or a seven game first round series fan so let's talk let's just talk about it i i i understand let's talk about the first let's talk about the the side of business okay the mm-hmm. nfl i wouldn't be surprised the nfl get 25 games <laughs> for a season <laughs> You know, it's it was like sixteen at one point. I think they're pushing eighteen now, nineteen. Bro, money is to be made. The owners want more money. So when it comes to the NBA, the owners and it, and and let, let me let me take it let me take it a step further. It's not only owners because the players make make more, make the money too. So we're talking about a five games, two more games instead of it being three and out. You talk well instead of it. Yes, instead of it's one more game technically, right? Instead of it being three, you have to win three games. Now you have to win four, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's for one a game first round for a first round. And there's some play, and there's some obviously there's some teams that should not be even. The, the expectation is you're playing an eight seed, so they snuck into the playoffs. If you know that's the thought process, and it's like, well, the number one seed is playing well all season. Yeah, they get the, the weakest team in the playoffs, which is the eight seed. Mm-hmm. But look at this other weird scenario that I'm about to propose. Oh. If LeBron James gets hurt in the first round of the playoffs and cannot make it for the rest of the rest of the uh, playoffs, how would people feel? Playing in a seven game series in the first round. That's always a gamble. Hey, I, we saw with Derrick Rose. When he got hurt, that was that, that was a first round against Philadelphia, if if I'm not mistaken, and he's never been that MVP level guy since, and that was nine years ago. No, he hasn't. It, he hasn't jumped has over. He hasn't jumped over somebody and dunked in a very long time. That should tell you how far away he's he is from the, the MVP level, right? Mm. So I bring that up. Yes, I bring up the injuries because yes, you have the money aspect. I understand that. It's a money grab. But you saw what happened to Derrick Rose. It, it can happen where you have a very valuable player or somebody, a player that the team, uh, the league wants to see go far in right. the playoffs. They get hurt in a meaningless play, first round playoff series against a team that wasn't even supposed to be there. That's what you're gambling on. So I'm not a fan, but I understand. I mean, at the same time, to be fair, I, we've seen some pretty dope first round seven game series like, like for example we've seen like if it was still again it, it's, it's a advocate here if it was still five game series 
what the Warriors beat the Mavericks in, in 07 as an eighth seed? Maybe not. If there was no five, if there was no seven game series in round one, would the would the Grizzlies beat San Antonio as an eighth seed? Probably not. But like me, I'm a T Mac fan. He was up three one with Orlando against Detroit, and I'm like, if that was five games, T Mac would be in the, in the second round. They always clown T Mac. He 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 never passed round uh, round one. Now in the first year that they that they do a, a seven game series. In round one, he's up 3-1, and they fucking lose three in a row to Detroit, which could have been over a year prior. So, and then plus, we've seen Chicago and Boston, seven-game series with D-Rose going crazy with Ray Allen. KG got hurt. That was probably one of the best first-round series of a seven-game format I ever seen. So, there are ups and downs. I'm just saying, like, with a five-game series, you're, you're really going in there like, listen, I got I to gotta get a road game. For the first two, I gotta get a home game. Like the emphasis is, it like it'll mean more to get it done in five, as opposed to to a seven game. Like some some matchups on the first round, I'm like, come on, bro. You just know it, it's gonna be a sweep. Give me three zero as opposed to four zero, and stop wasting my time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like you want to see Washington and, 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 and you know Milwaukee round one seven games like. I I agree. I, I think, like I said, sometimes it's it's. But again, when I see the Warriors versus Lakers, I want that. I want that. I want as much as that. As much. Yeah. As, it'll and, and even if it was five is. games, yeah. Even if it was five, I would want that. You I'll got that. Yeah. Give me give me the opportunity to see the Lakers potentially lose a year after they win the championship. In the first round of the playoffs <laughs> to the MVP. Uh, could, you imagine that? Could, you, could you imagine being the champion and you out round one? Oh, uh, uh, it writes itself. It's going to be beautiful. It writes itself. That'd, it's gonna be, that'd be crazy. It's going to be beautiful. That'd be crazy. Um, uh, so we got that out the way. Real quick, couple things. Apparently, Kyle Lowry is on the Knicks radar. You know, I'm a Knicks fan. One day is yo, Lonzo Ball. Next day is their eyeing Dame Lillard. Now, apparently, they're eyeing Kyle Lowry. Does that mean Kyle Lowry will be a Nick? No. Um, should they go after him? Should they? I mean, they could do their due diligence. They could find out a couple things and see what's up. But um, I just don't think that's the point guard they need for the future. I, you know, unless they look at a point guard that can kind of win, that can come on board and win now. Like, if that was Chris Paul coming, you're trying Wait, to win. That's not, that's not Kyle. That's not Kyle. To mm. try to win now. Let me ask the right questions. Would Kyle even want that? Would, let me would, ask would, the right questions. Go Your ahead. point guard roster right now, minus Derrick Rose. Minus quickly. Oh, yeah. Lowry goes above Frank. He's, he, he goes above Alfred Payton. I. I him and D Rose will be the best, and quickly will be the best point guards on the roster. But does Kyle Lowry see the Knicks as someone who can win now? I know he, he got a chip. He may not want one more chip. He he might want to mentor people. I have no idea. But does he look at coming here as like a place where I want to end my career, or do I want to go to a Clippers or some other team that might need a point guard who who can possibly win now. And is that the point guard the Knicks need to go into the future? 
All right. First and foremost, Kyle Lowry maybe has maybe uh let's say let's say let's say three years left. Okay. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's future. That's number one. Number two, they had Knicks had the opportunity to go after Kyle Lowry. They decided not to. They thought it would. They 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 had already got fleeced by my man, my very good friend, Messiah Jury. What's up, African yeah. brother? Ah! He, got, <laughs> he fleeced. Yeah, I them. think they wanted. It was. I think Shumper was involved in that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, maybe somebody mm-hmm. else. So at the and time, said, they didn't want to give up Shumper and somebody else for Kyle. And, and at the time, I told you the same thing I'm telling you now. Mm-hmm. You have no point guard. You haven't had a point guard. You need a point guard. Give him. Give whatever they need up for Kyle Lowry. They didn't. And now. Rumor is you're looking for another. You're still looking for a point guard, and Cal Lowry's three years older and a champ and a championship ring later. So hey, it's just I, like I, I wanted them to get Kimba when Kimba Kimba was a free agent. They didn't get him. There's been a, a plethora of point guards. Even if they even if they got Chris Paul this year, I can't be mad at that. Uh, not not but, at all. Not at all. Like I look, said, look I, at what he's doing to Finn. Could you imagine Chris Paul in New York right now, and the Knicks are the number two seed in the Eastern Conference? They'd We're have just ten, saying, They'd have ten more wins. The Knicks would have 10 more wins, strictly or Chris Paul being there. So that makes them, what, they have 30, 30, 37 and, what, 38 and, so they'd be 48, so they'd be like maybe two slots up, so instead of being the sixth seed, they'd be the fourth seed. If, I if mean, Chris, the fourth seed, they'd be Chris the two Paul seed. get the Knicks right now, 10 more dubs, the Knicks would be number one in the conference. There you go. There you go. You know, people, 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 but we've been on the show through time saying Knicks are looking at Lonzo Ball. They're looking at last week, Dame Lillard. They're looking at now this week, Kyle Lowry. So at least they know what they got to improve on. Just a matter of who's going to come here and who's the who's the proper fit for what they have. Obviously, you're keeping Barrett and, and Randall and those guys. But if you're f- trying to find a point guard that can match well with them, is Lonzo the guy? Is Dame Lillard the guy? Is Kyle Lowry the guy? If you're the Knicks, which way are you leaning? If I'm the Knicks, I'm trying to put all my chips in for Dame Lillard. I don't pick up Kyle Lowry because that's a rental. Dame Lillard is all NBA and has given everything he has to Portland. Everything. So, reminds me, reminds me of, reminds me of somebody I know named Carmelo Anthony, who's given all he has to a mm-hmm. team at Denver and then New York. But that's neither here nor there. So, Dame Lillard, your best bet. That's who I would put all my chips in if I were the Knicks. And there's a glaring need for a point guard to put me where, where, over the top. Not to stay here. Over the top. But to also break it down for you more, and that's that's what we do here in the show. If the Knicks get Lonzo, they're gonna have to have to overpay him twenty mil a year for that. If they want Dame Lillard, they got to trade majority of, of the young guys. Kyle Lowry, I'm not saying get him or they should get him. Kyle Lowry is like he'll be he'll be a free agent. All I gotta do is sign him. I, I trade nobody. I lose nobody. I just add Kyle Lowry to what I got. I, I don't, I don't got to trade the farm for Dame Lillard, which I would love Dame Lillard. I don't have to overpay for Lonzo Ball. So I'm thinking they're, they're trying to get 
not saying the easy path, but it's like, hey, listen, if, if I get a 33-year-old point guard, world champion, to come on here and kind of do what Chris Paul did in Phoenix to, to do that here in New York, to put Kyle Lowry with Randall, with Barrett, with Obi, with Quickly, with Knox, with D Rose, and those, and, and with Nerlens and Mitchell Robinson. Okay, all I gotta do is sign you. To how to how much um how much money and how many years? That's the part I don't know. But if I can get someone off free agency to help my team right now, like that's the better scenario for them. Who's the better player? Obviously, I'll take Dame Lillard. But they don't. I don't think they want to trade the young guys for him. And do do they want to overpay for Lonzo Ball? Uh, I don't. I don't know. But let me ask you a question: When Toronto sold the farm for a guy named Kawhi Leonard, how'd that turn out? Well, they traded Demar Derozan and 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 Danny Green. No, San Antonio traded Kawhi and Danny Green to Toronto for Derozan. They just got Derozan. That's not the farm. It's not the farm. They want a chip, right? I'm trading you my best player. What for about your best player. yeah? That's not that's not the farm. So then maybe that's a bad example. So what about uh, AD? When the Lakers traded the farm for AD, how'd that turn out? They traded Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart. You would say that's a big ass farm, bruh, bruh. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> Moo. Chickens. Yeah, <laughs> but they they did that because they, they already had LeBron James. I feel you. They, next LeBron I'm not James trading is Randall. I don't have next, I don't have LeBron right now. I don't have a LeBron, LeBron. Next LeBron James is Randall. Right, but he's That's, not LeBron. Come on, what's what, what's the guy got to do to be to be on LeBron's level? Be first team All NBA. If I'm gonna trade the farm, right? Also, oh. Kawhi. Also, Kawhi's a free agent too. By the way, oh. so you never know. If That's the Clippers, win, I'm saying the Clippers don't win. You never know. It could be a Nick. I'm just saying if I'm gonna trade my farm to get a Dame Lillard, I'm just. I listen, I love Randall. He's been doing great for New York. I'm just saying that the, the way the Lakers did it, they traded that for Ann Davis to win in a championship of bust. That is my point. Right. My point is strictly if you're gonna if you want to win a chip in the first four years of the person being there, Dame's your best bet. Mm -hmm. Period. Dame's your best bet. If I you're agree. looking to win, if you're looking to win a chip five, six years down the line. Then overpay for ball and see what happens, because that's my only. That's how I'm looking at it. You, you, you got you, you get you get rid of the you get you get rid of the farm, bro. You get rid of the farm. Let's say it, it could happen. I'm just saying if the Knicks get to a round two with Alfred Payton and, and Frank Nilakina and D Rose and, and those guys, and they lose a round two. For example, they bring in Kyle Lowry. Are we expecting Kyle Lowry to not only make make it to the playoffs, but to get to the conference finals? Because we, we, yes. we round two last year, this year. Yes, yes, he is. Oh, does bringing Dame or Alonzo Ball is like all right? This was our ceiling this year. When they come on board, it's conference finals, it's NBA finals, it's it's it's, it's no. a world championship. So, again, I expect Dame. I expect Dame or Kyle. To easily get you into the finals or at least semifinals. If you're keeping Randall and you're keeping Barrett and you're adding Dame or you're adding Kyle and whoever else, 
Mm-hmm. Those three as a core will definitely in the East get you a couple of wins as well as position in the playoffs to go at least to the semifinals of the East. Now, I don't know if I can say that for ball, but I can say that with Dane and I can say that with Kyle. Championship mm-hmm. winning Kyle Lowry. Not Mike Lowry, Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, again, it'll be interesting to see where they go, to see how, how far the, the the Knicks go in the playoffs and what they what they do to to help a need that they've been lacking for so long. Like the the last best point guard they had was who? We like point guard. We talked about Steph, right? Steph. We talked about the Steph. Steph, the yeah. last I mean, Steph was here over 12, 13 years ago. I'm looking for that new Steph. And I want Dame. I want uh, listen, I know it's gonna cost a lot. Do I think Dame leaves? Maybe not. But if I got to settle for Alonzo Ball or Kyle Lowry, and if it gets me to a conference finals, what can Yo, I say? It's a lot of hope there. It's a lot of hope there. Like, hope uh, lot. Always, always hope. Always hope. Uh, always hope. It's two more points before we get out of here. Um, right now, Coach of the Year, Monty Williams, Phoenix, or Tom Thibodeau, New York Knicks? Coach of the Year is Tom Thibodeau uh, for the New York Knicks. I hear you, Phoenix Suns. Fans, I hear you. I feel you. I get it. You're number two in the West. You were out of the playoffs last year. Now you're number two in the West and in the playoffs. So someone will say, hey, Chris Paul makes that happen. That's just the addition. And now look look at the turnaround. That's true. That's true. But if you look at the New York Knicks, where they were as a team, Previous to this year, ranking defensively, offensive efficiency, the all their numbers are up. Again, you have to look at what's being what's in Phoenix prior to CP3 getting there. Dev Book is not bad. Devin Book is not bad. Of he's, course not. No, he's he's not bad at all. And then they got Aiden. They got a couple of little pieces here and there. So they're they're okay. Chris Paul put them over the edge. Put them over the edge. And, and, and I'm going to say me, Denny B. You don't have CP on that roster. They're eking out a playoff roster. They're eking out a playoff spot, possibly. You put CP3 on that roster, they're anywhere between four and number one. Easy. But the, the conversation is, Tim, uh, Coach Tibbs gets everybody to buy in, gets a whole culture changed. Literally, the, the Knicks do not quit. They usually quit in the last five, six, seven years. They usually mm-hmm. quit in the first quarter. These right. guys can be down 20 in the fourth quarter, and I'm not afraid to turn off the TV because they, they, they will make a run. They will not stop until the clock says zero. So, Coach Tibbs, Coach of the Year, that's my vote, and I hope he gets it. If you're still watching in the chat, Monty or Coach Tibbs for Coach of the Year, Knicks or the Phoenix Suns, let us know before we wrap it up. Um, last point um, I found very interesting is that rapper J. Cole is going to sign a contract overseas, FIBA, uh, Basketball Africa League. Man. Uh, I know he has a shoe deal with Puma, but... <laughs> 
I've seen him play in person. He's not bad. Pretty good. Got a jump shot. So, um, when you first saw this, I put first of all he got an album coming out too. So the rollout has been crazy. Album coming out. I, I, I'm signed overseas. This is crazy. Ne- you know, we're never seeing shit like this before. But what do you make of him signing with FIBA? And what do you ex- kind of expect him to do? Like, like what do you want from him over there to feel like it's not a failure that he went over there? Like, what do you really expect from J. Cole hooping over there? Uh, I don't expect nothing. What I expect is he's a guy who went to St. John's mm-hmm. and wanted to play ball. And then stumbled upon rapping and took diverted his his dream goal of being a basketball player and said, Hey, you know what? I think I'm gonna be a rapper and stuck to it for 10 years. Got good at it, great at it. Yeah, great at it, yeah. Good at it, great at it. And then he sits back and says, You know what? I think I wanna still play ball. Let me go see if I can play ball somewhere. And someone gives him an offer. That just tells me that it doesn't matter when you can make a decision to do what you want, when you want. If that's what you want to do, do it. If that's what you feel like you want to do, do it. There's no uh, time waits for no man. Time does not stop for anyone. So if you want to be a clown, You want to play in Africa overseas. You want to talk about the NBA on a podcast. You want to, you want to be a bicyclist, (laughs) you know, do it. And if you, and if you can't do it now, don't worry. You can do it sometime. There there may be a time to do it later on down the line. That's Mm -hmm. why I say it's dope. So in a game, game to 11, you, J. Cole, (laughs) one on one because you're people don't know you you play college basketball but you know you had your time it's a monster you know what i'm saying so like you got the little, little the little jump shot you know the little ratchet quick so quick off the dribble on some sherm douglas type shit you mm. know what i'm saying google sherm douglas <laughs> they know about sherm douglas bro google sherm douglas they know about him sherm sherm yep you and j cole one-on-one game 11 who wins he's gonna win He's going to right now, he's going to win um, 9-11. And the reason why he's going to win because he's six foot three, I think. Mm. And I'm only five, nine, five, ten, you know, soaking wet, you know, so go, you, not you playing. Can't heels. You can't guard him. He's six foot. He's six foot three. He's going to post me. That's what they do, bro. They realize, like, oh, I can't, I can't get around this dude. He's too quick. Hey, listen, man. Charles Barkley was six four, power forward, guarding seven foot power forwards. He ain't, he ain't complaining one time. He didn't say I can't I can't guard Garnett. I can't guard Duncan. I can't guard Sean Kemp and Carmelo. I'm six four, but you know what? He did it. He did it. He didn't complain. You compare me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> six four two seventy. Barkley, a five nine soaking wet, a hundred and zero pounds, and it, <laughs> you want me to? D, I said it's eleven nine. Right. I didn't. I said eleven nine. I didn't say eleven zero. I said I would. You know, I would take. I would. Dance with him outside, and yeah, you know I mean, hope, hope to God I get a couple of shots over him. But mm-hmm. 
like like normally what these big dudes do is they realize they can't get around you quick guards so they just start posting you just smart i get it what's the what's the last question what's the number for you that would shock you like a j cole average oh. 10 a game over there no. you'd be like holy shit no no i predict j cole's gonna average four, 14. 14 a game yep i predict he's gonna average 14 a game listen i don't know if he's starting i don't know what's his role over there I, I don't I, I know nothing but you're I saying know, yeah mm-hmm. you'll average 14 a game overseas he's gonna average anywhere between 12 and 14 points a game because you have to understand he's gonna see you have to being taught basketball overseas and being taught basketball here are two different things you dig what I'm saying it's it's just two different animals don't get me wrong if somebody if 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 Larry Brown or Coach Stiggs went over to Africa and, and taught, that's different, right? right? But they're being taught by transplants, people that know the game, and they're teaching overseas, wherever, wherever. Whether, whether it's people that, that taught Luca, KP, they're teaching them, right? Okay, it's different. So every time I see an NBA player, and I'm not, I mean, let's be clear, uh, J. Cole's not an NBA player. But when I see NBA players go to CBA, their numbers are like 10 times more because they just know the game a little bit better so when i give j cole those points i'm saying he knows the game a little bit better so it's just a matter of his physical talents coming into play and actually working with him once that comes together it's going to be dope let's see between between 10 and 14 i think that'll be pretty pretty good for him as long as he gets the minutes to do so um that's the only way he'll produce on the floor. So uh, congrats to him. Uh, seeing him live in person. Uh, great guy. Can hoop. Oh, great. Got a racket. So let's see what's up. Uh, you can find Danny Blanco on Twitter and IG at I am Danny Blanco. You can find me on IG and Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. <laughs> find the audio podcast on ballislife.com. Find the video podcast on youtube.com slash cruise control podcast. Danny Blanco, my man, always appreciate it. And I catch you down the road, brother. Playoffs is coming. Playoffs is coming. That's right. Playoffs is coming. <laughs> and we got some new some new retro room uh, episodes coming up in the next week or so. So stay tuned for that. So for myself, Randy Cruz and Danny Blanco, ballslife.com. We are out. Ball is life. That's right. <laughs>